there everyone welcome to play the role this is our very first episode everyone that's in tuning in live on twitch before it goes out to uh, spotify apple music and amazon thank you for coming by and hanging out with us uh my name is nova and i am here with my fellow host uh jackie if uh jackie is here hello hello how are you today jackie i am doing fantastic how are you doing I'm doing, I'm doing all right. I'm here. I got my, I got myself a coffee. I slept in today. It's been a, it's been a pretty solid day so far. Um, so I guess we, we should talk about a little bit about how, what this podcast is all about. Um, Jackie came to me with a really cool idea about talking about role play and stuff, but just do it like a normal stream at the time. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do a podcast and do it like every two weeks or so. And just have fun with it and roll with it and talk about some uh, some topics and RP in general. You know, it doesn't have to be just GTA. It can be RDR or any other role play in general. And kind of just dive into, like, the hard-hitting questions and discussions that are way too uncomfortable, I guess you can say, for people to even be uh, talking about. So we have a, a special guest here with us today to kind of uh, chime in on the conversation and discussion of today's topic. We have Bear. Hello, Bear. Good evening. How are you? <laughs> I am good. How are you, Bear? No, oh, not too bad. Just enjoying the uh, family day off here. So, okay. Um, so let's go ahead and introduce ourselves a little bit. We'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and just go to Bear first. So, Bear, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us a little about you. Sure. Uh, most people know my screen name as Random Bear. Uh, only new to the whole RP thing um, probably <laughs> for about maybe like a year I would say but I probably spent two years or so doing RP in uh, Dungeons and Dragons before this um, yeah other than that I'm uh, I just play games a lot <laughs> I think that's all of us in this room right now I think that's all of us <laughs> literally uh, literally <laughs> Yeah, I've been gaming for so long. RP is nice. It's a nice little getaway from like the the normal gameplay, I guess, because it is it's different enough to keep a gamer like myself interested. Yeah, I think I think RP is like a really good like escape for everybody in general. Um, kind of escape from like the real world um, scenarios and whatnot, and to really like I don't know, take a step back from games too, and just hang out with friends and like cities and stuff like that. It's always kind of nice. I know that that's how it was for me for like the longest time is just being able to be in a different world that's not mine. And I guess that's a kind of a good segue <laughs> in today's episode, uh, the differences between out of character and in character. Um, but I think, Jackie, I'll let you take this off. Um, what What is the definitions of in character and out of character and how are they different from one another? So uh, in character and out of character, it's crazy because sometimes the line gets blurred really heavily, but in character is just anything focused on the role play. Ravioli pasta, raspberry pie, whatever you consider the RP. And out of character is anything to do with you yourself as the player. Anything out of the game. And honestly, like it's it's wild to me that the line can just disappear sometimes because you get so invested in the RP that 
next thing you know you're talking about your day but it's not your character's day mm-hmm. you know like yeah. if i'm telling you hey i i had a sandwich today that's loc if i tell you hey let's go hit up the cafe that just opened up in city yeah Boom. small it's the simple lines but once again like i said easily blurred out yeah i think in we've the smallest moment yeah i think honestly we've all been a victim of it i think we've all had like our fair share and, and jack you don't have to keep muting and unmuting yourself on you're fine you can chime in whatever <laughs> it's okay um but yeah no like i i think we've all fallen the victim of that kind of like blurred uh lives i guess kind of like mixing up our own our own lives into our characters lives and sometimes like until you like take a step back and go oh shit okay i need to i need to take a moment because i'm starting to realize that my actual emotions is affecting my character's emotions and it's affecting mm-hmm. other characters around me and i feel like that blurred line is kind of definitely a topic of discussion and yeah, needs to be a made awareness of because mm-hmm. like you know it is it it's hard to just like throw your emotions away you know how some some workplaces they'll tell you leave your emotions at the door you're here for work you know mm-hmm. you can't no one can ever do that even in especially in a recreational setting like this like your emotions are going to take effect into how you react in rp however there comes a point where you have to be like this isn't my character reacting this is me reacting yeah i need to i need to take a breath go grab me a little drink of water something like get a little snacky walk around a little bit but it's also hard to take that step away because rp is so addictive like mm-hmm. i can firmly stand on 10 toes and tell you that i i've literally said okay i think i'm gonna fly out for the night y'all and then i go and i run into say goodbye to someone and next thing you know two hours later i'm robbing a bank that's pretty much how it is it's like you're not you're not going in the city for five minutes you're in there for like two hours and it just goes by so quickly and i know that uh bear and i had a discussion about this the other day about social interactions and how rp is like the only way people can get social interactions and I think I'll let Bear take control of this one because, like, he explained it a lot better than I would probably would explain it. It's, I, so when I started RP, um, I had a, a work friend who, once I told him that's what I did, um, he, he brought a few things to light because he had done, like, if I only have maybe, like, a year's worth into it, like, this man has four digits worth of hours put into RP alone. Oh. Oh, yeah. Uh, he he helped me understand a lot and kind of get my, my feet on the ground when it came to the whole situation of it. I don't really know how else to ex- explain it, kind of. It was... Uh, it was one of those things where oh my God. he started <laughs> to... He started to kind of kind of tell me about uh, there are certain people whom find social interactions hard, like real life social interactions hard. Mm-hmm. But when you make a character and you get to live through them, and certain consequences of certain actions don't matter, like you said, you could end up robbing a bank. Like no one, no one in their right mind who's playing RP, I would hope, would turn around and go and like rob a bank. Like those. 
Those consequences don't really do much in the sense of like affecting the real world. So, so they, uh, they're in there and they're spending their time and they get to meet people and interact with people and do things as this character. And like you said, that becomes addictive. That becomes their day. That becomes their next few hours. That becomes their social interactions for a day. Because human beings are social creatures, right? Like, mm-hmm. you're going to want to talk to somebody at some point in time, whether you think so or not. You're going to want to have a conversation and eventually when you're so comfortable playing a character it that's all you want to do so then you end up talking to the same people every day and it just becomes your whole I don't want to say like life because I mean some people it is some people like, yeah, it does. make money off of it some people literally make a living off of RP it's clearer yeah, well, if you watch any streaming service right and then also it's like it's, it becomes a routine of their day. Mm-hmm. And well, so I mean, it, it really does become their life, you know? I'm going to go I'm gonna go hang out with Nova and Bear in the city. Like, that's exactly. just part of my day. I'm, it's, like, like, it's like I'm planning to go visit a long-time friend. Mm-hmm, because you won't, you won't get to meet the, like, if you're lucky enough to find someone roughly in your area or close enough to, or get close enough to someone to meet them, like, IRL or even talk to them, this is when the ICOC stuff starts to blur, is when... You start becoming actually f- good friends with these people, and but then there are sometimes I don't know. It's it's such a weird way to think about it that like these social interactions literally become the only ones that they get because it's easier to sit at your computer and talk to these people whom it was easier for them to uh, to start that conversation, like to to go up and be like, hey, how are you? Like, they don't know this person at all, but because it's a game it was easier for them and then like you said that's where the addictive part comes in and then they start focusing just on those social interactions instead of kind of going out and trying to find that healthy balance yeah Yeah. it's like you're not going to go out to like they're probably not the person that's going to go out to a bar or like a comic con or things like that and talk to randoms that way because not lie, sometimes that shit's kind of scary it's terrifying yeah it no absolutely <laughs> terrifying it's not like you're it's like protected the... behind a screen or like you can talk mm-hmm. to random people exactly. and be okay you, but when you're you out in the real shut world the computer off irl and walk away. <laughs> i can't, can't f8 quit from talking from a conversation that got awkward in the grocery store okay <laughs> oh you can you just look at them and go no and then turn around and go the other way <laughs> but i started the conversation I'm just gonna Would, next time. Next time I get in, like uncomfortable with a customer at work, now I'm gonna be like F8 quit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, God! But I think that's part of like the the addictiveness of it is because it does become people's social life. Mm-hmm. Just the same way people kind of get addicted. I wouldn't say the same way, but in the same vein that some people get addicted to, um, like your phone, like social media. And things like that, right? Yeah. You're getting recognition. You're getting those people to, to talk to, to interact with, and it, it's firing off that serotonin that's in your brain. And that's what I feel like becomes a little bit 
almost it can it, it can be good like don't get me wrong i'm not trying to say like having this be your social interaction is a bad thing but there has to be a come a time you have to be aware yeah be aware that you're like oh like and it, it, it could be great like the people you interact with can be fine but as long as you're keeping your wits about you about it right mm-hmm. absolutely how i like how i see it when it comes to these social interactions in city and out of city like kind of like the phrase is what happens in vegas stays in vegas whatever happens in city should stay in city um i guess that's where like when you said it becomes like our whole lives we begin to forget like if for example like my character and spencer get into like a fucking huge fight does that mean that we're going to have issues outside of that some people it ends up being that way Mm, yeah yeah. even though it shouldn't be because like at the end of the day that happened in city between your characters not you as people outside the city exactly Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day when you're a part of the city you're a part of a community together and i i can personally attest that being a part of a city that was heavily gang related it was hard like you would see the line blurred every day Gangs would get into fights, and immediately the Discord would blow up with mm-hmm. them talking and harassing each other, talking about, oh, how could you trash talk me like this? Well, you started this, and then words get thrown around, and next thing you know, people are threatening each other. And it's crazy that it gets to that way. Dude, losing but... was like that. Like, one fucking inconvenient thing that happened in, like, a gang war or something in City, the Discord would just fucking just go absolutely ape shit crazy in the general chat. And, like... Mm-hmm staff will have to step in and put it on slow mode and be like, okay, y'all need to calm down or we're going to start throwing Go bands. Touch Go touch grass. <laughs> Something. Have a nice cup of chai. <laughs> like, for real. It, is, it just amazes me how, again, that whole blurred, our out of character and in character, our characters become our lives, right? So it starts to become, like, very faded, I guess is a good word for it. Like, very blurdy vision and trying to understand like how to separate it yeah it starts to mold into like everything that you are at some point Mm -hmm. um but i mean i get it because when you invest so much time in the city and whatever and you're hanging out with these people sometimes we i also (laughs) am a victim of it as well we kind of like pull someone to the side where you're just by yourself and you talk out of character in city and, like, sometimes, I don't know, I try not to do that as much because, like I said, everything in city should stay in city. Everything in city should be in character. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, like, I guess it's just going back to that whole, like, being self-aware yeah. of what's going on. And, like, is, am I, am I, what am I, like, is what I'm doing affecting the people around me? I guess that's a good way of putting it, I guess, when it comes to having your out-of-character emotions affect what's going on in the city for your character. Yeah, and so that actually leads me to another little topic that definitely leads to some blurred lines. Relationships in city. Oh, yeah. That, I'll admit, I am rough about that, because... I catch feelings easily. Someone tells me I'm pretty, like, okay, guess what? I love you now. <laughs> We're best friends. You aren't going anywhere. <laughs> and, you know, and then, like, people build these relationships up, and the next thing you know, some people end up together. Mm-hmm. And 
Now, in no way, shape, or form do I say it's bad for people to take a blossoming relationship in city and start talking OOC. Like, if that's how it naturally happens, then so be it. However, there are, I've seen times where people get possessive. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, um, I had an old city that I was a part of, once again. I don't want to throw names out because it is dead anyway. Um, <laughs> I... Uh, uh, Jackie, one of my characters, had gotten into a relationship, and if I went, if I flew out to go play with Peach or games with someone else, it was an issue. Like, well, you should be spending time with me. Like, no. Mm. Keep that in city. I spend my time with you in city. I don't know you like that out of city. But, once again, there's that line. It's gone. Because the emotions are so heavily tied into it. Mm-hmm. When you get down to it. And I feel like, once again, me personally, I can attest that I am bad about it, is being able to identify and be self-aware that my emotions are getting invested into this far more than my character should. Yeah, I, was, I fell victim of that um, when it came to Dixie and Davis at the time. Like, way before, like, I grown this, because I had this desire to be loved. Cause I was I was single for so fucking long, and then uh, when Dixie and Davis ended up being together, that was I put so much emotion into that that be- became aware that like I was having this unhealthy emotional attachment to this poor man <laughs> outside city, and like every time I'm in city, I was always around them. I never really did my own thing, and then after a couple therapy sessions, I realized like okay, this is not healthy. And it's not healthy for my friendship that I have with him either. So I realized and made myself self-aware, like, okay, I need to take a step back and breathe because this is in-city. This is not a real relationship. There's nothing real about it. And I need to take a moment to realize, like, we're just good friends and that's how far it's going to go and move on, you know. Um, And I know that me and Bear had a discussion, something about movies, about actors, actors and actresses getting together during movies because it's such like a high emotional feel when they're playing a role and <laughs> no pun intended to the podcast. Um, when, when there's an actor and an actress, they're doing a role together and it's like a really romantic scene. Of course they have to stay professional when they're being sexual in a scene and then take a step back and realize like they're not actually together. They're just playing a role. Mm-hmm. and how like outside of that yeah they do go into relationships after a short bit of time you know during a movie they're on red carpet they're together as a couple blah 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 but you don't really ever see that relationship lasting at all if, if that's how you worded it <laughs> if i'm correct about it more or less i actors are obviously been in the business for so long they've done all of their things and trainings roles and all that kind of condition you to be a certain way right like mm-hmm. they've done it for so long that like i said sometimes yeah they end up together sometimes they don't um sometimes the ones that are together don't stay and sometimes they do i think it takes a very unique individual to be able to keep all of that separate because even if it's fake there's still emotion mm-hmm. and it's one of those things it's just it's hard to say 
don't do this because of like X or Y or anything like that. I mean, that's how you want to go about your life. That's how you want to go about your life. It's just when dealing with especially such strong emotions as to what's involved when getting into a relationship, um, it can be so easy to fall victim to your emotions, right? And lose the reasoning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I think, like, when it comes, I don't know, that's why I just think it takes a unique individual to be able to do those things. Well, to be able to be in a fake relationship, to express those emotions and not get attached. I don't think there's anybody that wouldn't. For sure. Like, because at the end of the day, unless it's a really special moment or city or like rare occasion, we're all just normal people, man. Mm-hmm. We're all human. Yeah. None of us have that vibe. And like, I'll be honest with you, if like I had a movie where movie scene where Ryan Reynolds and I were in love with each other, <laughs> like, this is real now. This is happening. I'm already in love with that man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I call dibs though, so it's okay. Um, we can share. It's fine. That's fine too. But <laughs> see, the thing is that, like, they are so well conditioned to just show and convey these heavy emotions, and then shut it off like a switch and be like, "Hey, good game." Mm-hmm. Or they they have the training to know that when they're feeling these emotions, when it's time to kind of back away from a role. Mm-hmm. Um, who was it in? I think it was Breaking Bad. The oh, original, I love that show. Uh, the first original. I want to say villain, but that's um, the Mexican gang leader. Oh, the one that's tight, tight, tight when he <laughs> when he Chico. takes one. Choco, yeah. He got so into his role that at one point he actually they were like, no, like I gotta, I gotta stop. Either he said he had to stop, or someone around him was like, "You have to back away from this because it's the role is now consuming you." Mm-hmm. And they have to look at it and go, "Okay, I will back up and recollect myself." And he, I don't think he ever came back until Better Call Saul. Who played uh, the Joker in um, Suicide Squad? Because he went through that same oh, thing. Boy. Jared Leto. Yeah, he did the same thing because oh, he sent man. like dead rats to people and shit. And like my man, my man said that was method acting. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he got way too involved with this character. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And like I guess that like not even a role play that happens in Hollywood with actors. I guess that you know that's an everyday thing for some people out there that just gets mm-hmm. so attached to a character that it becomes their whole life in like a short yeah. span of time and like you said with the addictiveness and they're in, in, in it every day for hours on, upon hours upon hours day in day out uh, your personality is either going to get consumed or become that of your character Mm-hmm. and you start to just uh, uh, yeah, lose yourself, but also kind of like lose time. And time's an illusion for me. That's what I believe. Time is just an illusion. But like you're spending most of your life in the city. You're not out there living as you, but you decide to live as a character forever. And to me, it's just, it might be just my personal opinion, but I don't think it's that healthy, if that makes any sense. Like it's good to have like a balance in between the two. Like you, 100%. you still have a life outside of the city. You're still you're working. You're um, doing what you have to do as 
yourself, you know, going out, seeing friends, going on a couple of dates, go out to eat, you know, go out shopping, you know, have that social human interaction that's not pixels on a screen for at least a couple hours a day and then go home and enjoy your time in city. Um, reset, reset your brain. Yeah. Reset your brain. Yeah. You know, try to take that breather and just take a, take a moment and just sit back and just, and, you know, enjoy yourself for a second before you go back in and continue what you do in city. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think having hobbies is a huge thing too. Mm -hmm. oh, if yeah. your hobbies is gaming, play a different game. Yep. Your hobbies are reading, read a book, go for a walk, go, go do something that occupies your mind in a different way that's not RB. Yeah. Anything that tears your mind away from like, say me, just like, I'm gonna go play Apex. It's tearing my mind away from me thinking I'm Jackie, I'm Sherman, I'm Idris. Mm -hmm. It tears you away from that moment and lets you be you again. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm gonna just shout this out real quick to all the people that RP like marriages and stuff but aren't actually together shouts out to you because that's <laughs> crazy intense like Oof. that's emotions out there <laughs> yo, and for you to be like all right once again good game i'll catch you tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> no i me. Did, like i remember i don't know who was in city but i was having a conversation with someone and they were like are you and like davis together i was like oh no we're just really good friends and the silence was so loud. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, we're just really good friends. We don't, we don't, we're not together like that. And um, I'm honest, I think that was me. Was that you? I thought honestly, I think we were talking at Dundee's. It might. I thought it was Longbottom that I was having that conversation it, I, with. It, I, don't, I don't know. I know we had a similar conversation though. Yeah, I, I, I think because... I think there's several conversations about that. A lot of people were just like yeah. curious what the fuck is happening. But no, like, I mean, props to those kind of people who kind of, like, they protect their friendships, but also, like, know that in-city is not real at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And, like, outside of it, you guys are just really good friends, and you hit it off, and you guys are, like, nothing really bothers you about it, and that's, that's fucking sick. But, like, not all people are like that, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. There's, there's still those people that are gonna take that to heart, and they well what are we doing now after we fly out like nope there's the line and even, it doesn't even come down to just romantic relationships like there's the aspects of bad things happening between each other like uh in redacted there was the whole uh gressel situation that happened gressel people the 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 demon Mm. That was like possessing people, turning their hairs white. Red eyes. Oh yeah, I kind of yeah. I kind of took a step back people, from that after a while. <laughs> people were getting straight up murdered, and their whole character had to get changed. But yep. people still remained friends out of the city from with that, which was really great because mm -hmm. that's a drastic thing to hold to make someone have to rewire how their character acts. Me personally, it would affect me a bit. Mm -hmm. I'd get a little upset that I cannot be Jackie how I want Jackie to be. Yeah. But out of city, I it would be wrong for me to carry that kind of disdain for it, you know? Because mm -hmm. it's a character. It's a storyline. That's what we are. We're a storyline in this and when it comes down to the city. And that we I'm just gonna keep saying that that line disappears for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As soon as they as soon as the fly out happens, one of two happens. things happens. You either go about your day like normal, or you carry all of that stressy, depressy, 
emotions that happened in RP with you, which is not healthy because then it eats at you. And next thing you know, you're sitting there depressed in your bed because of what happened in city. Like, no. And it goes both ways too. It, It goes both ways. Like if you go into a city with a heavy mind, then your character plays that heavy mind. Mm-hmm. There is no separation, and I think that was another thing that I want to talk about is awareness of mental health and service and communities and when to know to take a break. And it just it, if you're going into a city with a heavy mind and realize that is my emotions going to overtake the character and it's going to affect everybody else, I need to be aware of this of when I need to do some self care and take a step back or is the city too much for me right now like is there too much going on in city that's affecting my mental health and well-being should i take a step back for a little bit as well take a little break i know we talked a little bit about that earlier but talking about like the whole you know depressing shit that happens in the city is it going to i'm going to allow that to affect me once i fly out and i think that just works in both ways it is such a fucking fine line and it's it requires a lot of self-work, if that makes sense. Like, understanding who you are as a person. If you don't have a grasp on that and you're deciding to play a role of another person whom you plan to live a second life through, it's it's a rabbit hole, is the best way to put it. It is, Yeah, that is a, actually a really good way of putting it. It's just an unending spiral. Like, recently, um, there was the, the permas of uh, Sophia and Jerry, mm-hmm. and Jackie had set up a funeral for them. I will let you know, it was so taxing. There was so much intense emotional RP behind that. Yeah. Like, I had him go through a whole alcoholic phase. I had him Oof. almost, like, I almost had him perma. And oh my was god and the way that we had to be like hey can we go play some apex this has been a lot yeah dude like wow i didn't realize that jackie went through the um drinking shit man oh yeah like it was either that or because uh, so i i always like to when i start a storyline of what jackie or sherman's gonna do I like to set off branches of people that what people can do to like convince him to do something mm-hmm. that brings the end of the storyline up, you know, not, I don't like to have it planned. I like to keep it organic as possible. Yeah. Same. And someone, and someone pushed heavy saying, Jerry wouldn't want this. Sophia wouldn't want this. Jerry wouldn't want this. And they pressed it so hard into his mind that Jackie no longer was a vengeful little Barry that wanted to go stab people. He wanted to be sad and so that's when he went out and drank a bunch and like when I when I flew out those emotions were still so heavily there like hearing that my friends gave up characters I had to look at that is like they shelved the characters rather mm-hmm. than me thinking my friends are gone yeah and it's hard to shelf characters you know because I had to do that with oh, Dixie yeah. recently like that was really hard for me to do um uh, but, you know, like like you said, at the end of the day, like, those emotions do carry over. I mean, I mean, I had my fair share of moments where I was angry about things that happened in City. Mainly in Lucid, though. Not in the other two cities. But, like, back in Lucid, especially with, like, what happened towards the end that made me leave. Um, when the uh, crypts rolled up on the church and everything. I was pissed. 
and like rightfully so you know like it's i don't know and then just getting out of the city i was so flustered and angry about everything and i had to take a moment like okay these guys were dicks and kind of move on from it i guess you know um hey, you gotta you gotta try to brush it off because if it eats at you too much then it affects everything and then it's a slippery slope mm-hmm and it just and by the way how dare you make me cry about Dixie? How <laughs> Dude, I was sobbing the whole time. I was like, uh. Then when Attica walked up to me, I was just like, oh my god. I started just fucking just bawling my eyes out. It was such a hard day. But the I mean, like, I she's. When you, when you said, you said, yeah, Jackie looked rough when he said goodbye to Dixie. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, my bad. I forgot about that. <laughs> The dark oh, shaggy man. hair and the e- the e boy clothes walking up on me all slow and stuff. I'm like, oh, he went through it. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's exactly my instant thought. Like this boy went through it. Damn. At least Dixie didn't mention it though. That was that was good. That was. Nice. Dixie had no idea what the fuck's going on. She's like, I'm here to say bye. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> but, but you know, and then like right there, you you shelled Dixie and. It's an emotional time for people. You mm-hmm. know, tears, real tears do get shed because at the end of the day, you're all of those mem- all of those things that you've done with that character are now memories. Yeah, not continuations. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like in those times, it's okay when that line gets blurred because yeah, because you're human. You, yeah, We're all human. Yeah, you built so much time on this character. You was so much emotional investment and like so much time put into him. And then when you have to let go, I think that's probably, like, a good case scenario of, like, it's okay if the lines get blurred in that moment because you watched this character grow up and you watched it from day one of its of their creation. And then at the very end of the day, it's just like, oh, fuck, I have to let it go. So, like, in that case, the blurred line is, <laughs> it's acceptable in that moment. It's when it becomes toxic to you as a person that, like, is the real no-no zone here mm-hmm. you know as people as humans we need to be careful of our mental stability and it's so fragile because i know people that carried every bit of emotions out of city and in city all in one yeah and i'm not i'm not gonna name drop that's rude but like it's scary because like how do you differentiate now? You gotta understand, your character is not you. Yeah. When you're out of city, you're out of city. Your characters, whatever happens to them, that happened. Let it go. What stays in city stays in city. Exactly. And the fact that people will just die on that hill, basically, you know, and be like, no, no, I can't, I'm, I'm mad that this happened to my character. I'm gonna stay big mad, and I'm like, you're eating yourself alive. That's what is happening. You're just slowly eating yourself alive. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, you're the one that has to make those calls and watch out for yourself. Because some of the cities I've been in, those people don't care. Like, not to say that like the community is like bad or whatnot, but like that character that they're playing doesn't care what they did, and they'll play it that way. Mm-hmm. And some people, some people, like you said, get big mad about it, and it's hard for them to, like, not be, and they take it with them in their daily life, lives, 
Yeah, it's just like, I mean, I've seen it with multiple people, not just like one particular person, but like with a lot of people throughout the different cities that I've been in about how the storyline's going on too long, if that makes sense. Like your character's going through something and it's lasting for months and it's just a repeating record of seeing the same thing every single day. And it just gets to a point where like, there's nothing really I can do to help you at this point. No matter what my character does or how much we talk out of city about it, there is no help in that moment. And there's nothing much that I can do to help progress and help grow your character to be better if you choose your character to live in that state of mind. And mm -hmm. I know, like, it's a very triggering discussion about, you know, drug use and alcohol addiction and stuff like that when it comes to role-playing a very serious mental health thing uh, when you're in city doing that kind of stuff. And when it gets to a long period of time when, as a player, you realize, like, I know my friend's going through shit outside of city. It's starting to show in city. And I'm starting to get worried. Um, and it's just, I don't know. For me, when it comes to, like, drug use and alcohol addiction, when it comes to mental health RP, I'm kind of iffy on it. I don't like it because I myself was once um, at a point of becoming an alcoholic back in like late 2020. Uh, no, yeah, late 2020, early 2021. I was going through that and it's not an easy thing to get out of. So when I see people RP that I'm like, oh, I hope it doesn't last long. But then like it lasts like a few weeks on hand or like a couple months and I'm like, I can't be around this character anymore. Like it's starting to affect me and I, I can imagine that it could be affecting other people as well. Mm -hmm. I agree. I was going through, um, still kind of ambled a bunch of, uh, stuff personally. And I knew that I, I tried to be in city to, to do some RP while it was all happening. And I realized I'm not playing, Spencer, my character, as well as I would like, or in the way that he would be. So I, I made the call for myself to realize that I wasn't mentally the best, and I was like, you know what, I gotta, I gotta back away from it. I will go play something else, do something else, um, involve myself in something else I enjoy doing. That's that's not this because. I don't know, I feel like RP has to be one of those things where you cannot be okay and play, 100%. Yeah. But you got to know when when you're not okay enough to pretend to be someone else. Yeah, th this ain't the vibe. I should definitely mm -hmm. not be doing this. Yeah. It's... Which... Go for it, sorry. Oh, I was, no, I was just going to say, which, like, I, I know I was there for you in part of those times when you had those moments i saw it and i want to tell you as your friend that i love you to pieces but i saw you go to tarkov at one point and that we got to talk about that at some point. all right hold that... on that game's fun <laughs> I'm sorry. I just... <laughs> we get it you're a masochist like <laughs> but, um... no i agree with you though like there's everyone needs to find their limit everyone needs to know their limit it's hard to find it though. Yeah, it's, it's, especially it is, if. It's... Go ahead. 
honestly, especially if you're like to play someone else is such a it's such a taxing thing. And if I don't know, I always believe like you got to be okay mentally to do a lot of things in life. Um, so to play something else is it's hard. Now, don't get me wrong, you could easily go in and you said you were there for me. Nova was there for me. I had a bunch of other people that were there for me and told me they would be there for me and have been. But I still had to make that call to be like, I appreciate everyone that did that for me. Um, everyone that said kind words once they realized my situation, it meant a lot. But I still had to kind of back away from it all and just focus on me. And, and to know that, that sorry. sorry, I was just saying, just to know when, when to do that, even if the people that you're interacting with are gems of human beings, and there are multiple, multiple, multiple people like that, it's still, it's like that whole self-care thing is more or less what it boils down to, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. you can't find that in the city. Yeah, and I guess some of us will think, like, the city is kind of like a self-medicate, right? Like, we go in to escape and to, like, mm-hmm. escape our real lives and become somebody else, and that's fine. But you gotta know where the line is when it comes to your mental well-being and in city before and you is do this that. really helping yeah is this yeah is this really helping me get better or is this making this worse like that's the reason why i cut off dixie's character was because her story was getting way too close to home for me to the point where like i couldn't even go in city as her anymore to escape or be this well Let's face it, V and Dixie, they're literally just me. <laughs> like, I just be myself. Self-inserts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just be myself through that character. Like, you get to know my characters, you'll get to know me instantly. But, you know, when I go in, it's just, when I was going in as Dixie, it just got to the point where, like, I felt so alone. And I know I wasn't. Like, I had people there. But, like, that hit too close to home outside the city where, like, my mental health would get to that point where I'm, like, I got nobody. And then here's Dixie who got abandoned her marriage. Um, Everybody in Red Jenny kind of like scattered out. They're all doing their own thing now. And she doesn't really talk to anyone or do anything. She didn't really have many people to hang out with in city. At least that's how it was in my point of view at the time. And it just got to the point where I was just like, I don't like this story anymore. And I need to find a good ending for her because it was just getting to that point where I wasn't happy in city or out of city in the matter. Um, so like before, like I always went in as Dixie to escape and do something else, hang out with some good people. But when you have a mindset like that, it begins to poison the RP, I guess you can say, and make it kind of sour. And I didn't want to make that spread. You know what I mean? So can I say that's a huge, like huge props to you for realizing that this wasn't what you wanted from this story and you knew it was probably just going to spiral or even if you thought you could bring it around just making the call to be like no this is it i'm going to end it i'm going to start anew exactly and that's like the biggest thing is like if you don't have a good time anymore with that character you're playing and you make that call to perma them and then the beauty about it is just being able to turn around then and say oh well i can make a new character with new interactions with the same people or even with new people Mm -hmm. it takes i think that takes 
that takes some uh, some, some metal there. Yeah, that 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 takes a lot, <laughs> and you know, kudos for being able to do it. For me, like when it comes to permadeath, if they're dead, they're dead. There's no coming back from it. That's how that's how I see it. Cause that's real life. Like it's not gonna happen. But yeah. we're, but we're in a city where like the dead can come back. Yeah, it's supernatural. Yeah. Like they can come back. But for me, mentally, I'm like, if they're dead, they're dead. Like they're gone. It's this is the end of the storyline. Put it behind me. But like I'm still gonna have Dixie's like legacy still be carried on because B used to be really good friends with Dixie. So it's carrying on. It's still going. Um but she's not here. Mm-hmm. Which is the beauty of the stories that you can weave, right? Mm-hmm. I, that's why I got to give props also to like just different cities in general. Because um, no two cities would really have the same rules or the same things like that. Like, yeah, you could still find some places where things are welcome and other things aren't. And then you could go find a different server or city where the complete opposite so there's always something for somebody out there and I think it takes a few to find what you're looking for mm-hmm. I don't really know how else to explain that it's just if you're in a place and let's just say I don't know you're not agreeing with some of the rules they have you could literally just be like I'm out I'm gonna, I'm gonna go find a, a different city someplace that more aligns with not your views or your play style or however you want to word it but there's there is a place for it and that's why i think rp is also so that's why it can be so addictive because you can always find a place for yourself yeah and i think you know celestia is going to be one of those cities where it's going to be very open to people who are looking for something good and different because all other cities are like modern day normalcy type of servers but when it comes to celestia i feel like it's going to be like one of those really good cities where it's very open-ended for many people out there to really be creative and create these characters that are very unique and different from one another um, oh yeah like it's going to be a whole vast thing and i'm very excited for the city to open and all that goody goods <clears throat> I'm just ready to get back in city. I've been having this Honestly. urge. <laughs> it's like there, let there, me there's in. The other part, there, there's the other part of the addictive RP, man. Like you get the jitters, you wind <laughs> yeah. back in there. A city goes down, man. You're like, oh, please, <laughs> let me just let me go RP somewhere. <laughs> like, man, like, and I, I'm really excited because uh, I also think Celestia is gonna be great. I, uh, I mean, anything can happen there, man. Honestly, almost literally, almost anything. I'm I'm a sentient berry that got manifested from a mind of a of a deranged lunatic, all right? Like <laughs> who's lovable. He's a, he's an adorable berry. And where what other city can you say that? You can't mm-hmm. go to like you can't if I went to Lucid and did that, do you know how quickly I'd get flamed? Oh, you oh, get flamed. 100%. Um going back to my one buddy who has like the four digits, he was telling us that or he's telling me, say us, but he's telling me there was a gentleman in the city he played in who claimed to be immortal. And word got around about that as word travels. Um, this city you were allowed to do a lot, and someone walked up on him and literally just went, hey, I heard you can't die. He's like, yeah, that's pretty much, and just beat him down R- until the cops showed up to, to break up that RP scenario, and you just kept beating him. That's weird. It, I mean... No one really, like, in that city, the whole, like, 
supernatural thing. It's not that it, it is. It's not really welcome. Uh, you could do it, but there are people that play that. There are people that. Yeah, it's like you have to walk around like, like eggshells basically when it comes to those kind of cities. Yeah, like if that's how you want to play, like Celestia is probably the server for you. If you don't want to play with something like that, you could probably go find one of the norm, the more air quotes normal servers, um, that don't have that there. But like that was just things that could happen. Like I know uh, certain places like um, Redacted and things like that have a, a time limit as to the interaction you have to uh, you have to be with somebody before like a robbery or a stick up can happen. Yeah, things like that. Like, there's a time limit, which some people agree with, some people don't. You're allowed your views on that. Um, but this place didn't have a time limit, so they could literally. It was like more kind of gang based, and they had the rules that went around for that too about how you were allowed to um, make things or um, like with like the, the the drugs and stuff. Like, were controlled by the families and things like that it's just i don't know i totally forgot where i was going with this like the servers are different and yeah sorry well, well like like we were saying there's a server for everyone out there that's oh yeah that's the gist and i know that lucid was pretty good at the supernatural shit because we had the we had the church of the undead in lucid and they got along with every fucking buddy but like can, can we be real though the the city the fucking church of the undead was a gang <laughs> Like it might have been, oh, no, a, it, it might have been a cult. a cult. It was a cult, but like Muzz, uh, the leader, who's going to be a guest on our next episode, uh, he uh, he played as a cult leader, but he was friends with pretty much all the gangs in the city. So let, let's be I real. I feel like a charismatic cult leader is what's needed, though. Someone who can get along with everybody. Mm-hmm. You can't run a successful cult without that. Yes, <laughs> that's very true. What I would do to have Muzz and the Church of the Undead to be back, especially in Celestia, would be sick. But I know that Muzz has moved on to better things and no pixels, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. So, oh my God! All I'm right, getting, I'm getting notifications on the yo-yo. Hold on, that's oh. uh, no, no. startling. Oh no, you're fine. <laughs> so, um, if you guys don't know, over on our Discord, um, this will be posted on YouTube as well. I'll post like a little invite link to the play the role podcast so you can join in on the discussions and conversations uh we asked you know for the question of the week uh what is your definition on in character and out of character and how do you see the separation and uh we have kiss who's first uh i think he's i think they're the only one that actually posted something and they'll let's have the discussion um but they said um in character and out of character are tricky concepts um and even deciding your principles uh doesn't mean you'll follow in practice uh, personally, in character is something that has been explicitly denoted either by words, by being in Discord servers or channels that are marked as such, or by context being in city. Uh, anything that is ex explicitly de uh, denoted in some way should be considered out of character info. And now I'm already contradicting my own principles. I have to have in character DMs, which is fine. Um, or at least in-character compliant DMs and RP circumstances before, during the hiring process in GTRP. In these cases, it's always something I try to bring into City as soon as possible, 
and but it's still not easy to juggle for that i can get for like the hiring process when it comes to like city jobs is you have to have in-character conversations in discord because everyone has a life outside the city like i've I've been in that position a couple times myself where I apply for a job and I'm sitting in my director's chair at work having an in-character conversation in the DMs and then immediately as soon as they get home that conversation gets dragged over to in-city. There is no OOC about it. it. Just like it's very professionally handled when it comes to that transition. Um, I think in those kind of scenarios it's okay. Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, when it comes down to it, like RP is so amazing with everyone, and the thing of like timing though, you aren't always gonna find the perfect window of time with everyone because once again, like you said, everyone has their own lives, mm-hmm. and so reaching out in DMs is totally chill. Like as long as you both understand that, like the or it's different, it's denoted by that. Like I used to send people uh, letters. Like, when I did D&D, mm-hmm. I would DM them or text them and be, like, in parentheses, in character, as so-and-so sent you this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then when it was all done, I would put, like, a wall of text or, like, a wall of lines to be like, all right, in character stuff is done. Yeah. And I, I like, Just that, to... I, I can get that because back, <laughs> I started RP in 2011, but not, like, GT RP. I did Facebook RP. Huh? Yeah, there's on, there's Facebook no. roleplay. Yeah, hell yeah. No, we're gonna have to hold on. What do you mean? Okay, listen, 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 listen. The first fandom that I joined was a supernatural fandom. I wrote as Dean Winchester. Okay, just, just hear me. <laughs> Don't be laughing at me. Okay. Okay, I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. <laughs> You're laughing. Shout out, shout out to Dean and fucking Celestia, though. But I, I full played as Dean. I wrote as him. There's a thing called, uh, like, you can do one-liner RP, para. There's Novilia. Like, para is, like, multiple paragraphs. Like, um, like you can do, like, a Facebook post and tag the person that you're writing with. And I can write out a starter. And sometimes my starters are, like, multiple paragraphs long. And it's kind of like we're writing a story to one another. So, like, they'll go in the comment section, put their reply in, and then we'd start a thread. So, it's basically how Facebook RP worked, and I loved how it was laid out and shit, but, you know, face bitch, that's what I called it back in the day, would, like, block and, like, delete accounts because they're not real people <laughs> at some point in time. But, no, like, I've been writing RP since 2011. And, like, when normally we make an OOC post, we literally write OOC, and then, like, a little dash, and then we write something that's out of character or like if it's in character then we put like our character name and then like some fancy doodads or whatever and then we write whatever our character is writing or gotta love the doodads <laughs> the doodads or make like open posts and like post like a gif of the character and then write like a a one-liner rp starter and people will reply back to that i used to do that a lot i had a lot of original characters that i've made throughout the years from like supernatural marvel um, I wrote a lot of Marvel. I wrote as Tony Stark too. That was a lot of fun. I liked ro- I liked role playing as Tony. Um, Did you ever find that the lines would get blurred in in Facebook RP? No. The ICOC stuff. No, really. No. It was all separated. If you're in inbox, you're talking OOC. 
Like, you're just talking as normal people in the inbox. But when it comes to, like, actual Facebook posts or you're commenting on something that's not OOC related, then it's RP. It's completely separated. Like, I've had a lot of, like, out of character, like, uh, not out of character, but, like, um, in-character relationships with, like, an original character and a canon character, which means canon means, like, the actual character. Um, and, like, we will be in the inbox plotting stuff out, writing, like, okay, what should be our next goal for these two characters? Like, how are we going to build the chemistry? And stuff like that. And then, like, we role-play it out through a Facebook post. Um, okay. Yeah, so that's how pretty much how it's separated. And, like, I made a lot of good friends through RP. I made some long-lasting friendships through that, through Facebook RP. I still am able to log in to my account, actually. I tested it out before the stream. I can still log into it. Nice. <laughs> That's and wild. It's so dead. I'm wondering why, then, like, the in-character and out-of-character stuff is sometimes e more easily blurred when it comes to, like, the GTA stuff. Because... Even when it was D and D, like I never had the chance to just go to like a random group and mm -hmm. join, or have like a random person be the DM or anything like that. So we always knew each other. So like, if we were D and D RP, and all of a sudden my rogue character decides he's gonna steal from the party or something like that, they wouldn't turn around on me and go, "Hey bear, like what the." the hell's happening why are you doing that mm -hmm. they would let their characters naturally kind of find out so i've never had uh, in character and out of character kind of blur until the gta stuff i think it's more or of like the red dead stuff i think it's more like when we're typing i mean like yeah that's interaction but like you're actually talking and speaking and developing the these emotional things with characters in the city it's more hu like not human, but it's more um, more closer to real life. If that makes sense, like how we're talking right now. Testing yourself more. More taxing. Like yeah. You're putting more of yourself into it. Yeah. And like. It... I guess that's fair. And I guess in things like D and D, you have a story to follow. Mm -hmm. Like there's usually, if say you're following a book or doing somebody's homebrew campaign or anything like that. There's a line to be followed in that sense for story so i guess it's more i i guess it would blur more because everything seems to be more natural in the red dead and gta settings like everything feels kind of more organic in a sense yeah i don't know it's just it feels like a normal like day-to-day -day interactions that you have when you're not in city at all i guess that's true and you're not waiting on someone to reply or you're not waiting for your group to get together to do your next dungeon raid you're literally you could come into city or county at any point in time at any point in day and there will be somebody there for you more or less mm -hmm. to interact with and have a new story or a new thread with so i guess yeah okay i guess if you're having so many interactions so often yeah okay i guess that makes sense to me and also it's constantly chained like there it's it's a constant whereas like like you said, like right there, there's the break when it comes to text or D&D. You have turns, mm -hmm. essentially, you know? Whereas you're in a constant state of RP when you are in city or county. Yeah, that makes sense. And especially because of the break, I think. It's kind of having that break to take that mental check on yourself is huge. 
like a city reset is just that you can hop back in anywhere from one to five minutes after and just keep going and be on like your eighth hour straight more or less and i i've seen i it's crazy seeing people rp for more than fucking what i'm guilty of nine i'm guilty of that well it's because it was a streaming day so like i just spent my whole time streaming in city but like that's oh man that's intense <laughs> <laughs> nine hours nine i think i started at like uh probably around like maybe six in the afternoon six in the evening and that's... i role play for nine hours and it was like Nova. I know, and it was bad. I am I'm a victim of it. I think that was back in the big A though. No. It was back in the previous city. It was because I was working at Dundee's and like I was just dicking around and like I just did so much in a little amount of time. Yeah. No. Uh, I, I can imagine <laughs> nine hours. Nine hours I would have to be I mean turning, that's fucking that's fucking that would that would tear me up because I would I would get out of the city and catch me going to talk to my partners, being like, "Well, do you guys need help?" <laughs> I mean, like, this, I, you know, you you were on the stream for a long time. I'm like, "Oh, I'm a bad." I mean, like, there's people who like put in over forty hours for just working in city, mm -hmm. like uh, Dundee back in the Big A. He told me that he worked forty plus fucking hours in PD. I'm like, where the fuck do you get 40 hours within, like, the week? That's, like, a normal job. Like, how the fuck are you doing this? Like, I can't even do that. Let's be honest, though. A lot of that was him standing cross-armed with his handlebar mustache. Looking at, looking at the, the other kids, right? <laughs> He's playing another game on this side. No shade, but definitely no shade. You, you, were, you weren't RPing those hours, but you were sitting there. You were talking about, yeah this is my job <laughs> and then play flappy bird <laughs> yo don't knock flappy bird i'm so glad i get to play that game again dude i i, I can't yo, no. <laughs> stop hopefully they'll be in celestia though hopefully that'll be uh be a thing no bring back tetris bring back tetris yo i almost played diablo on the in city one time man that was crazy the original diablo how the fuck? How the fuck did y'all get those games? By the way, because like I would look at my phone and I'm like, where the fuck are these games we're talking about? You had to go to the internet, internet. and then there was like a game, oh. and it would open up just like a I didn't even plethora of games you could play. I did not think about game like the internet when I was on my phone. I never used it. I didn't even well, think when about you would it. Open that that application it just gave you like four other things to click on and a blank page more or less so you would open it and be like this isn't actually the internet and then you would close it and then either get off your phone or play the games that they had available in their app store oh okay bear, bear had the highest tetris score for a while in redacted no way <laughs> wow, Imagine <laughs> hey, hey, I need I want you to flash that on your on your ID card next time. <laughs> when someone does that, I need that. Flash your ID I... card. Best Tetris player in city. <laughs> oh my I god. Could, I remember sitting there and I was like, how there's gotta be a way to view high scores. And I saw it and I was like, oh shit, I'm on the leaderboard. And I was like, oh, I'm I'm ooh. I play too much Tetris. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the like back in the day 
if Tetris was available, not even like RP wise, like me just playing video games, I would put, I like Tetris. I don't know why it just does something for my little OCD brain, just takes it just the right way that I love playing it. His blocks disappear, feel good. I, I make, make big happy. block, I get straight block, blocks disappear, good job. <laughs> Look, man, the blocks in that Tetris game are the only things straight in my life, all right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god dude all right we've been going on for a little over an hour by the way guys for this podcast oh, look at us go well we're gonna go ahead and close this out i'm gonna play a little bit of outro music here um let me do it yet Alright, so, thank you guys for coming by for Play the Role. I really appreciate it. It's been a a really good topic discussion. There's going to be more discussions in the near future. Um, A little teaser uh, on the 6th, we'll be doing an episode where we talk about things that go on behind the server. We'll be talking more about power and corruption um, when it comes to city administration and staff. Because I've seen it in multiple cities. We had something happen recently. And we're gonna. I'll say it. I'm looking at you, redacted. (laughs) It's always gonna happen, unfortunately. You put people in power. Yeah. Best intentions, but there's gonna be something that you do at some point in time that nobody's gonna like, or not a lot of people are gonna like. Yep. And then we're gonna talk about the whole money handling and all that stuff when it goes in city. Like, it's gonna be a very touchy subject for a lot of people. Um, But we're gonna get into it. Uh, for next week's episode we're going to have a special guest we're going to have Dez who was a former staff member in the last city correct mm-hmm. and then we'll have and, uh, there staff for other cities as well cool and then we'll have uh, Zax who was a former staff uh, member over in Lucid City which was a pretty big public server and then he's current resident over in NoPixel as two other characters so he'll be joining us as well for that episode so it's gonna be pretty. It's gonna be pretty packed on the sixth of March. So be around. Bring your tea. Yeah, bring your tea. Yes, bring your tea. Bring your coffee. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a good run for that. So, um, <laughs> thank you everyone for coming by, hanging out. Uh, this episode will be available on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon sometime tonight. I still gotta upload everything and get everything ready to go. So it should be on uh, tomorrow, probably the day after the podcast is live. It'll be on the other platforms for you to listen to if you weren't able to come by and listen to it live on stream. Um, again, thank you, a big thanks to Bear who came on as a guest. Thank you so much. Oh, sorry, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, wow. To just to make, I forgot I was on push to talk. I'm sorry. Oh my, my audio to a, a minimum with background noise. Oh no, you're fine. I was like, wow. All right. Well, that's a good way to end it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry's not good enough here, Bear. <laughs> better give you better give forehead kisses, man. I I want five. All right. I'll give you head pats too. How does that sound? Oh, bet. Apology <laughs> <laughs> accepted. But it was very fun chatting, you guys. All right. A pleasure as always. All right. I'll catch you guys later. Bye. Bye.